Right lads, Guinness Guru Show. You might notice if you're watching the video on YouTube, I've got this weird looking microphone attached to my jumper. Uh, I personally think it looks a bit silly, but if you listened to the episode last week with Connor Moore, uh, as I said beforehand, the audio was a bit fucked, is because I was using the other thing and it was scratching and fucking all that shit. So this is the best option for the minute. So this week's guest is my hometown friend, the one and only, Rory Stories. Rory would have started on social media making sketch videos around the GAA in around 2014. He's come a long way since then. He's been on TV shows. He's been on RTE. Currently going around on a sellout tour around Ireland. He's just written his fourth book, so he's doing all right, our Rory. And like I said, myself and Rory would have been born and raised about 200 yards apart. We recorded this episode in the one and only The Fox Inn in Ballymadon an absolutely divine pub you will see for yourself very soon. Enjoy the episode, lads. As always, if you're watching on the YouTubes, give it that thumbs up. It helps that algorithm, whatever the fucking algorithm is, but it, the algorithm helps us all. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star review, even if you think it's a load of shite. Enjoy. Right, here with Rory's stories. I feel like every time I start a new, any sort of new series, I just have to get Rory in because he's my fellow Ashburn influencer. Have to look out for me. Ashburn influencer wanker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, here we are in the, what looks like the smallest pub in Ireland. Myself and Rory, to be fair, are two absolute ogres. I don't know if you can even see the top. They can't, we probably both look like yeah, we've got I'm, four inch, heads I'm inches away from a couple of whiskey glasses yeah. here, so if your hair is smashed. And like, you probably... You can't see the two fucking, I'm not far behind you with the baldy head, so we probably look like we've got two full heads of hair. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So keep the angle there, Kat. Um, right, Rory, before we pour these, two questions. Have you ever worked in a bar? No. Not in your whole life? Never worked in a bar, no. And have you ever, not even like picking up glasses or anything like that? No, actually never did, believe it or not, no. Fair enough. And do you remember your first pint of Guinness? Uh, no. no, no, I don't think so. No, now it was it was a long time ago. Obviously, you're talking. I, I mean, you're a man who's had plenty Guinness. Yeah, memories. fourteen, fifteen, probably at a family wedding, and yeah. Arshel let Rory have one there. He's yeah. a big because I was big for my age, like yourself. So I kind yeah. of I passed for eighteen. <laughs> oh, you were literally like I remember in the, it was the first book, and there's a picture of you. Are you twelve in sixth class? Yeah, and yeah. You're literally, like I was taught in sixth class, but you just look like an no, it's, man. It's, you look like a forty-year-old man. It's just that and that. So, so in other words, I looked eighteen, nineteen, so no one paid any heed. But I was only thirteen or yeah. fourteen. But anyway, I don't remember the specific point, but right. sure, um, it was good. Because I remember my first one was Arthur's Day, that two thousand nine, and we had the. I was a can now, but I absolutely despised it. Then obviously, a few years later, it's a bit like coffee acquired a taste. Arthur's, Arthur's I feel like you, yeah. if even if you were like 13, 14, drinking a pint, you still would have been like, lovely. Whereas yeah. most people have to like, acquire the taste. As, like, as you know, Guinness is getting popular now with the young generation, but when, when obviously, I would have hung around with your brother Sean, he played football and that. When we were growing up, I was one of the only one or two lads that drank Guinness yeah, on the yeah. team. It was all the, the, the Lagers and the Bulmers. Yeah. Like. But now, same with my mates. Like, yeah. it's like, what are you drinking Guinness for? Yeah, yeah you're really old lad. Like, yeah. get over to there and sing a ballad or whatever. Now, but it was yeah. now it's cool. Like, you see all the trendy lads in the trendy bars all drinking pints yeah. of Guinness, and it's because it's, it's gobshites like myself making yeah, it sort yeah. of weird and trendy, and lads talking about it in bars. Right, we're gonna pour this. Um, so I suppose Guinness Guru, you go first. Clueless. I'll go first, and then we'll let them settle and then we'll we'll finish them off. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, grand. So we'll just go from the same tap. So, Kat, do you want to come in a little close-up? So I'll give you the tips that I know, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do, because I... 
Uh, also a glass, of course, Ray and the Fox is gonna, always going to have that. 45 degree angle. I would, some people wouldn't touch it. I would touch it off. Okay. And then just pull it back. Oh, that oh, could be an empty <laughs> Cut. Cool. We're all right, Guinness too, Guinness too. Guinness cut, too, yeah. cut. Right. See, that's, the Guinness is good here and it's fucking know, always it's fucking lovely here. flat out, yeah. Well, if there's no Guinness in this, we are fucked. All time oh, fucked. we're in. Thank fuck we now, are in. Again, does that make any difference? I know a good point shouldn't have any bubbles, but see the way you do that. What generates bubbles? Just a bad, bad point, or could it be the power? Like, do you know what? I was only doing a podcast last week, and I learned that. Well, apparently, some people will pour a couple of pot, a couple of like, couple like of a the, half a yeah, pint yeah. out, um, and then. Sometimes you can just kind of do that, like with the bubbles, but that's dipping the nozzle, so that's not great. But the bubbles, again, it's like, um, oh, I was explained it last week, but fucking guru me whole. But you're going to go. I'll try to remember. <laughs> so you've no fucking clue. <laughs> Listen, we don't expect it to be a genius at this stage. Just say, Rory, I don't fucking know. Quick side note, lads, I can't lie. Rory kind of stumped me there, and he was dead right to do it. And I knew I had learned the answer very recently, but I shot the bed. But yeah, basically, as far as I'm aware, because they were the first couple of pints poured in probably 13, 14 hours, the chances of getting a few bubbles in the first couple of pints are quite high. Because that first bit of Guinness is probably sitting in the lines as opposed to sitting in the keg. So there's a possibility of the first little drop going stale. That's what I think could be way off. Back to the show. Anyway, Ray yeah. now, ring Ray back there, yeah, right? So, uh, so kind of hold it like, yeah, yeah, good angle on it and just pull it right down, no pussy footing. There we go, yeah. yeah. And then when and do you kind tilt of bring it? it up to, tilt it at the last kind of second, if you know what I mean. Don't let the nozzle dip, okay, which you've already yeah, done. Yeah, I've done that and bubbles come Straighten it up, straighten it up, straighten it up. That'll do, that'll do. Right. Okay, that was an interesting one. And stick that up. Only an odd bubble, one major. Yeah, I, I know the crack with the bubbles, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. A new thing I want to do is while they're settling, I want to settle the debate. <coughs> You're uh, an avid GAA man, so I want to get your opinion on should, or say, GAA players should be paid, agree or disagree. Settle this debate until the point settle. So you've about 90 seconds. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, can I see I'm, a I'm sure you've spoken can, about can it. Can I see it happening in, in our time? Yes. But at the minute, no, because how is it going to be evenly spread out between the big hitters and the, the lesser, weaker counties? How is everyone going to be? Like, mm. is it because you play for Dublin or Limerick, you're on better wage because you get to the All-Ireland final yeah. and you win the All-Ireland? And, or, you know, how does, like, the anyone, the, the small, I hate naming counties, say the Minnows, like, how are they going to make money? Like, do you, like, does everyone just give a set pot at the start of the year? Like, and, yeah, do you think and, it's, like, too late to bring it in? I, th I just, I wouldn't fancy, like, organising who gets what. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? That's my problem is, it'd be like, right, just because, like, I, I'm one of the best hurlers or footballers in the country, just because my county are not a stronghold. Why does fucking a Dublin yeah, or a Limerick yeah. like get more money than me because he's gone that far? And I'm just basing on the premiership, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's because like, they can't move teams. No. It's like, if, yeah. you, if you're going to bring in... Wages, and you kind of need to let. If someone's unbelievable, they're playing for Leash Hurling. No offense, Leash Hurling, but they're going to be like, "Well, I'm getting shite wages because Leash can't pay the kind of." I knocked out with a championship before the business, yeah. and that's what. But that's me. But then, like, 
you even just mentioned county boards. If that's the case, it's, it'll never happen. It'll have yeah, to be sponsorship. Yeah. How the fuck would county boards? <laughs> True, yeah. Like, you're going around struggling selling tickets to buy houses and all this. How mm. are you going to fund these lads professionally? And then where do you cap it? Like, where's enough of a wage to go full-time GA player? Or, you know, Very or just enough? Like, they're getting good money and expenses yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, all the big dogs fairness, like. get, get themselves bit of this and bit of that and I'd say there we don't know the half of what really goes on between true, like true. you know again like with JP back in Limerick and obviously again hey Hammer the Dubs were like big sponsorships behind them and not just them other big because companies come in and they see county like if you're success, like, like like AIG going for Dublin like brilliant like do you mm. know what I mean going in there but like, AIG ain't going to come to a county they're never going to win that because they're not going to get any so it's it's a debate that will never happen in, in 60 seconds or 90 seconds, but yeah. at this moment, no, I, I don't think okay. so, no, no. Settled. Right, so I'm going to push it forward. So if you push it forward, it comes out slower. So that's going to give me a better chance of getting that absolute damage on top. Okay. Seems all right. I've been guilty of trying to get too much of a dome yeah, and yeah, then spilling yeah. it. Yeah. So that's a safe enough bet, but like, that's actually perfect to be fair. Would the head be a little skinny though, no? It could, it'll thicken up. It'll thicken up Just definitely. to be setting, like, somewhat fun. critical considering well, you've fucking done this a lot the last few months. At the minute it's a little bit skinny. Here you are. Right, <coughs> right so, so... you can pull it forward if you want. No, right? no, like no, 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 I'm on it. So this way, and do you put the, the head in, no? Just, no, and yeah. I don't tilt it. I wouldn't tilt it. Okay, so yeah. just... just well, it's, all about, it's all about good eyesight, really, isn't yeah. it? Do you have good eyesight? No. <laughs> Blind in one eye. I was just going to say yeah. that. Oh, ah, that's very no, respectful. No, I gambled it a little bit. Is he going to go again? Is he? Oi, oi. See, I've shaky hands steady hands now. Shaky hands. You have to get it up to the counter. I've sh shaky hands, come on. Imagine this big ogre bringing you over the pint with t in two hands. Yeah. Fiver, please. Me slating your skinny head. Look yeah. at that for a little skimmy yeah. skin skin. Skinny head on that. See, mine is ticking down. Now, Guru, why is my, what, what, what did I do wrong that I have a little tiny head in it? Uh, you poured it extra at the end. Well, what, it, it, was, it was looking like that, though. I don't, but you were saying my I, I bet you they'll even out to be the exact same. Now, they will. I, bl uh, I blow you out of water with damage there, big man. In fairness, look at that. There's a fucking that wave there. fucking mental. I yeah. get a picture of that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The mind is skinny head. It's no, all it's, about that it's big. It's always good if the guests do better than me, you know what I mean? I don't like the attention of myself. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Well, there's no competition there anyway, boss. Look at that. Romeo and Julieta. Yeah. Um, right, we'll bring they this over. This is going to be the, the other challenge now, Rory, getting it over to the sea. You can carry your own, lad. Yeah. That does look perfect. Just, if it was another mill or two ahead, it'd be the most perfect point. On yours? Yeah. No? Do you, another minute or two ahead and it had been... No, thinking. like the white was a bit like thicker, oh, like you yeah, to make yeah. it look absolutely Now, better. it probably is down to the fact that we're getting the first points of the whole day. Yeah, well... Yeah, we'll bring the book in in a minute. Yeah, whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Just come back and sitting on the point, right? Um, Lads, quickly, before we dive into these beautiful points, a quick shout-out from the sponsor of this episode. We've got to keep the lights on here at Guru HQ, even though I'm not in Guru HQ, but we've got to keep the lights on here in my rental property. Episode is sponsored by Manscaped. I usually just shy on by myself. Sometimes I like to read the ad reads they give me because they're an American bunch. They're sound, they've good hearts, 
but their ad reads can be quite funny. Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's a season of pumpkin spice and making your crotch look nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze, using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. Ease with a Z. This is creative. We've got the ultimate performance package 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0. It's weed whacker, plus little bits like the crop preserver, ball deodorant. Comes in a handy little wash bag and you even get a free pair of boxers. Unbelievable, Jeff. Manscaped.com, points 20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Now back to the points. That is some angle, isn't it? Oh, Unbelievable. The right mine's after turning out to be front diddly astic. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Right. right. Cheers, Dad. Slant your Rory. Man. Enjoy. Right, your 14th video on the channel. It's mm. oh, really good. See, that tastes pretty good to me. And it, it, I always say it, but when I've done the episodes in Walsh's and Stony Bar, and the, the pints are always perfect, and it's the first pint of the day, and maybe the couple of bubbles possibly would just because the first pint of the day could have probably poured a little bit out. But I think it's after doing this for a while and going to pubs over the last few years and going into pubs, like being the first man in, and people always say, oh, if there's not a lot of people who have already drinking Guinness in the pub, I wouldn't go near it, but I personally think that's a lot of bollocks. Would you be one of those people who would go in and be like sneering around? Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. A bit. yeah, yeah, it's no, I, I would, I'd pop the head in and I'd look at, who, uh, at people around the bar and if <laughs> I see one, no one drinking Guinness, or I see one and it's like clear glass and it looks like very liquid, I'd just, I'd walk out, I would. Yeah, obviously if you saw it and it looked shy, and maybe, yeah, if you went in somewhere and there was no one drinking it, but I think it's a bit... No, I don't, but well, like, at the end of the day, like, it could have been a packed house the night before and the Guinness was flown and you're talking 10 hours later, like, you yeah. know, just you get the next point, but yeah, in yeah. that regard... But no. I, I wouldn't, that's fair, but I wouldn't go into, if I was first into a pub, I wouldn't be like, I'll wait a while. Cause no, 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 bad. sorry, no, I wouldn't. I thought you meant to be going and observe people in, in there drinking the porter, but no, um, no, that wouldn't bother yeah. me, I'd chance it, like. Um, right, yeah, so we're in the Fox Inn, uh, which is just outside of Ashburn. Would you say, it could be a controversial question, but would you say you have a local? What would you say your local is? I think I probably know what you would say. Yeah, it's probably the Dunhamar Clubhouse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I don't go out like, that much between busy at the minute, but obviously the kids. But if I was going out, it would be up to the club. Yeah. I just like it up there because the Guinness is good, as you know. Yeah. Um, Peter the barman loves sneering you, so he keep your feet on the ground, like, yeah. uh, and anyone up oh, there, like. Every time I go up, like, I know Peter well, because I used to do the, the few events up there, and any time I go up now, it's every time he just says, so you're the new Rory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. When, when I, when I done the Hell Week, like, and Ed was like, geez, Rory, fair play, it was, uh, you know, inspired stuff, I was going to, and then I walked into the club, and the first thing, Peter's like, uh, we have tissues there for you if you need them, like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but I love that, like, Everyone's commending you being like, Big man, you know, <laughs> crying, getting his emotions out, and then you just have that. There's always the, that one. Like, the barman in the GA coach, yeah. that's his job. Like, but I, I, I love the, the band to appear. Like, I'd sit there myself, have a pint, and, and drink away. Like, he's one of these that you're, you're not getting a compliment off, no matter yeah. what. He's yeah. just, and if he does, it's in a sneery way. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> but like I, he's surprised that yeah. you've been able to accomplish something. But yeah. I think every barman should be like that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, some people, like, I don't know, whatever, but for me, I think I, I like his banter and his, and his sneering. Yeah. Like. Um, so you're, you're touring at the moment, you're kind of in the middle of the tour, uh, and you're doing, definitely must be by, by far your biggest tour, 16 shows. 
Yeah, I done something similar back in 2019 before the pandemic, right. like, um, and that went really well. Yeah, about about um, I think I done like maybe 12, and then another five, so 17. But this is. 16 at the minute yeah. and then I'm going to be putting on another five or six then early next year as well like well, obvious question but like <clears throat> is it just the exact same thing every time like is it no no completely different you have different guests every time yeah right? yeah so like the material for the stand-up is completely different to the first show um, and then so it's kind of 45 minutes as myself telling the stories then I have a special guest and we have a conversation about life like you know interesting guests yeah. but you always sort of <clears throat> I've been to a few of your shows and you definitely like personalise it to where you are, don't you? Yeah. So you'd be like, fucking, you find out a bit of information about the town or whatever. Yeah. And then you might just, that's kind of where you get your ammo, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's not really that anymore. It's a lot of it's just, because I've got material from the lockdown and, and like, okay, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I have three young kids, there's a lot of comedy there. And yeah. So, and I live with my parents for a year during the pandemic, so there's definitely a lot of... Uh, general relatable stuff. Yeah, like. there's a lot of good stuff. But no, it's been going really well, and I, I worked really hard on the guitar during the lockdown. Yeah. So yeah, how's that going? That's been was... a massive, uh, a massive kind of. Are you plus. actually playing tunes? Like? Yeah, yeah. I sing, I sing three songs at the end of every show. Like, are they your your three favorite tunes? Um, be... kind of like I do the or Wild Rover because yeah, you know, the Wild Rover is is it just gets people going. Like you start yeah. off and then it's no name, yeah, yeah. and then you go into. And then I go into the town I love so well, so it's a little bit slower, but I love yeah. that ballad. Like, um, it's one of my favourite ballads. I sing that. I'll probably guess what you sing last. Asher. Grace. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's what they want. <laughs> yeah. Like, before you even strum a chord uh, for Grace, people start singing. And I, by that time, my voice is nearly gone anyway, so yeah. the crowd just sing it for yeah. you, but it's some buzz. Like, because we did it, I remember, it, like, it seemed, this seems like young ago. I think I had just started doing this. And I used to do the odd bit of video stuff for you. And you had me over <laughs> out the back shed, you, the owl lad, and what's your man's name? Oh, uh, Mick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mick, 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 actually, must give him a good show. Uh, Mick Dunby, he's the lad that taught me the guitar. Yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah, classic. But you were like, that would have been mid 2020 because it was like, a, it was an Instagram. It was a fundraiser, or yeah, like yeah, it was a fundraiser. So that's only yeah. two years ago. And like, you you weren't up to a whole lot. No, no, with, no. On the yeah. guitar. Yeah. And then you just fucking put the head down. Yeah, sure. Look at the fingers. It's all in the fingers. If you see, if anyone says to play the guitar, if you want it, call their bluff, give that. And if, if it's yeah. soft as a baby's arse, they're bluffing. That, that just like, it's just like hard skin now. Because yeah, like. I would, I've tried so many times and your fingers, you oh, feel like a little yeah. bit, you're just like, oh my God, my fingers are in bits here. Yeah, they do. And then you'd be like a rock after about a week. Yeah, and then if you stop for a week, you're back again and it's your bit. So, um, just persistence. But like, I know loads of people like yourself that tried to play guitar because it's a cool thing to have like in a session, pick up the guitar or it's, whatever. It's the number one thing if I ha could wish to be able to do something, man. I've tried it so many times. I can't understand why I can't fucking pick it up, but it is just persistence, isn't it? Yeah, and I would, but see, the reason I I'd kind of would give others credit is like I had a reason and a purpose too. Because I was thinking anyone who's worked their salt in this country that's is can play the guitar on stage as well as tell stories like yeah. any of the best comedians can do that like yeah. so I said fuck this is this is something I have to get done and it's a lovely feeling when when you get 
you know, over the hump. Yeah. Because everyone thinks it's all about this hand and keeping an eye on your strings and your cords, but it's actually about this hand because this hand connects with the mind. Like, and this is yeah. where the kind of the real music comes from. This is this should go into autopilot, you know, when you're used to it. Just does for me now, thankfully. But at the start, it's like you're looking and these big fucking shovels <laughs> as well, <laughs> trying to yeah. get the hand around. But uh, yeah. it's it's like riding a bike. I should have brought it with me. We could have banged out a tune sure. here. And anyway, too late now. But but, uh, but I, I I kept saying to myself like, and I was like, I don't know. Looking back, how I didn't do it. In lockdown like i tried but i just couldn't get the hang of it but i'm like to myself i'm doing this guinness gear routine i'm going to pubs like it would make so much sense if i could play a guitar and like yourself just bang out five six tunes just yeah. have them in your head so like down the line going to pubs or maybe some sort of a live show in a pub like so i'm still well it, 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 I'll get there. yeah well it's like anything if you put your mind to it you'll do it like you know i was hell but it took me five years from the minute i started like i i, I got a guitar Got a lessons off a fella, but uh, it, I just wasn't giving it enough. And then the lockdown was perfect because I used to go up to Mick's house twice a week, sit out in his back garden, and uh, just just keep watching him and copying him and having a few beers yeah, and relaxing. Maybe, maybe yeah, we might, I can sit there and watch you now. But, well, it, it, it's <laughs> I think, but it, it is something that will always kind of be there, and it's a cool thing to have. So yeah. it's definitely added to the shows because... The first half is all comedy. People are enjoying themselves, laughing. They go for an interval. When they come back, it is. It, I am asking them to come, come with me in this conversation. It's a little bit like, not not boring or serious, but it's different to pure laughing. Like I had Keith Earls yeah. speaking about his bipolar, uh, you know, um, and that like conversations where it's a bit fucked. This isn't a comedy show, but that's what I want. Like, yeah, yeah. but I use the kind of you know, I, I, whenever there's comedy there, there's ever a point, I'll throw in a joke to get the crowd back yeah. laughing. And then if yeah. that's why it's important then to pick up the guitar Definitely, and bring yeah. the volume up again and leave them then. Yeah, because a lot of them are going out on a night out, so yeah. they want to go out full of beans, so have them um, roaring a few songs. Big time, no better fucking way to get riled up for a night out. So you have three kids, I've no kids, but obviously, probably the majority of people listening to this will have kids. How would you say, if it has at all, the sort of relationship with going out, having a few pints, changes as you have kids? Yeah, I think it definitely does because it's, those are saying hangovers are just not worth it. Like, like yeah. you know, see, when we were younger, when I was younger, you went out with the lads you'd, after a match, you enjoyed yourself. It's all you had to do the next day was get through the day. Like, you know, yeah. lie on the couch, Watch right in the telly, order takeaway, feel sorry for yourself, scroll on the internet, ring a mate, have a laugh, maybe have a cure, whatever. There's none of that when you have kids, like mm. it's just they don't care. They like don't so you're up, you're, you're, no, they don't care. So you have to it, it does go through your mind now. So now now I'm even more of a points man, like you know, yeah. the whole shorts days, they're gone, like for me anyway. Not able for it, like I wouldn't be I kinda feel like I must already have kids or something because I just have totally eliminated yeah, but, totally but like this sort of crack just absolutely love this for a few hours and then nine, nine ten o'clock chipper but that's home. the way it should be and like because you, 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 like for me my fix is is the chats like you know and I yeah, often yeah. say that about you know <clears throat> people might criticise saying oh he's talking mental health then he's talking about drink but like I think there's a factor to it as well is, is, is lads meeting and having a conversation over a few points is massive for their mental yeah, health like yeah. just to have and a, a nice the tongue becomes a bit looser with a few points so you're just yourself yeah. you yeah, might say that something balance, that like, yeah no it's I, it, and I think as you get older you definitely 
well, some lads don't, but I like to think I have gotten that where, you know, like, you have your few points in and you kind of feel, Jason, I'm, I'm well on now, so I'll, that's me done. Whereas yeah. when you're younger, you're just trying to get as locked as possible. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, like, you have, you could have something on your mind and then you're like, fucking real tense about it and then you might have a couple of pints and then you're like, ah, do you know what, blah, 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 blah. And then you're thinking, what was the, what was the problem? Yeah. Um, I saw that thing, was it a few months ago where you were at the, the golf tournament and Shane Lowry was signing your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you not to say anyone is better than anyone else, but you've met so many people like Lowry, like uh, John Milan, all these other lads. Could you possibly give me like a, not in any particular order, but like a top three of just the the kind of, I don't know, the best characters, the best experience. That I would, yeah, that I would with. connect with, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Lowry's definitely up there, like, Lowry is exactly as people imagine he is, like. Just a regular fella. Yeah, just a regular fella, like, I'll tell you a true story about how, like, we've been we've been texting each other a bit on social media over the years, like, I remember I, before any videos, I wrote this blog about the great Matt Connor, the Offaly legend. Yeah. And I tweeted it at Lowry and said I had a read and he fucking retweeted it like, do you know what mm. I mean? He's re retweeting, this one back to 2013 maybe like. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, a good oh, few yeah. years ago like. So him retweeting this story about Matt Connor to all his golf fans. like. But anyway, that was so, geez, he, his interest. So anyway, one night, uh, it was 2018, myself and Emma were out. We stayed in the Shelburne. Now, I'm not a Shelburne head, as you well know, but I just said, fucking Emma, we'll, we'll see how the big dogs live. And yeah, we, yeah. we uh, I won't lie, we got looked after because Emma knew something anyway, as in like we didn't pay the mad rate, we got whatever normal rate. But anyway, in we went and fucking it's an experience to see these five-star hotels. Like, you know, I'm like you, you know, we grew up in some <laughs> five-star hotels, but <laughs> I wanted to feel like fucking I was someone for a day, like going around, everyone just like so nice to you and all this yeah, kind of... Yeah. Anyway, long story short, was I put up... still like 2013? 20, no, 2018 this oh, was. 2018? Yeah. So I put up a photo on Instagram being like, oh, blah, 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 like in the Shelburne, and Lowry messaged me going, I'm over now, Dunahoo's, are you around for a pint? And I was like, oh, Jay I'm like, it's Lowry, we have to meet him. And she's like, we have plans to go for dinner. I was like, we can go for oh, dinner any other time, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, come on, it'll be grand. So we were going to Christy Moore that night. So anyway, I went down uh, to Aldonis, uh, and he was there with Neil Manship, his coach. Yeah. Real nice fellow, who actually is from originally, or not originally, he lives in Retoto, which obviously isn't far from us. Yeah, yeah. And he sat down, knew within an hour, says, Lowry is one, one of us. Like, just yeah, drink yeah. a pint, having the crack. Anyway, I says, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, uh, oh, nothing. I like, do you want to come to Christy Moore? And he's like, we've no tickets. I was like, you're fucking Shane Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, no. I was like, Shane, get into the car. So myself, Shane, Emma, and Neil jumped in the taxi, got there. There happened to be a tout there anyway, and he bought one. And then we went yeah, and uh, I can imagine Lowry being like rocking up, being like, I'm shit. No, nah, he's very humble, like, yeah, you know, yeah. but I was, yeah, but they're gonna recognize the big yeah. fucking, he's a big man and a big yeah, beard yeah. and a pure bog, uh, Claire accent on him. So they're gonna, <laughs> he, he's very, he's very unique fella. So anyway, we went in, had an unreal night at, uh, at, at Christy Moore, we went back to a pub owned by Alan Clancy, who owns a good few bars around Dublin. He owns like House and 37, all these kind of nice, yeah, nice yeah. spots. And he came and said, Hosier is having a, a, a after party back in one of my bars. You want to come? Yes, we jumped in his fucking Jeep down to the house in the back, free for all, all night. Hosier there, cold line there, having the crack with, with Shane. And it was just, that's when I really kind of was like, he's one of us. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. he's only in his company now and he's like, he is legit. Mm. He just, it's just, he's just brilliant at golf. Yeah. But he's 100%. So he, he's definitely up there. Sean O'Brien, I have to say, is. 
is is exactly as it says in the tin. Like, yeah, yeah. He's I was, uh, I was with James Haskell, and he said Sean O'Brien is just the funniest. Like, just watch it, watch see is what you get. Yeah, just pure raw as fuck. He makes no bikes. makes no apologies. He never molded into that rugby type of yeah player, and he. I had him as my guest in Carlo, and he just told stories that... Oh, was that a like, surprise? Uh, no, I think I'd announced him, yeah. But he... he uh, when I when I seen my, my date in Carlo, was the only one person I wanted that show, and that's Sean O'Brien. Yeah, so yeah. He, he straight away was like, yeah, I'd love to do it. And we had a great chat, yeah. telling me great stories. Like, do you know, like stories that, you know, he probably tells his mates in the pub. He wasn't yeah. afraid, but I said, Sean, this is why the people of Carlo love you, because you're 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 a god in Carlo, and, and yet you're just... Telling stories that are like like the lads, like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. he he was he was a hundred percent. And um, Paul O'Connell, I've met a few times because the reason I like he was one of my idols growing up, like you know, like yourself, I'm sure. Like he just had that kind of yeah, just had that kind of presence and leadership qualities that you know you just you just admire of the man. And I met him a few times in the last few years, and again, hundred percent, just yeah. a lot of them are. He just comes across as one of those lads that just is like. Not flawless, but like you get these leaders who are able to. Like he goes in the late, late, and he's so just like chill. He's like, Yeah, I got 600 points. I know, he's like, I know. perfect at everything. And you see the videos of him fucking screaming and knowing yeah. exactly what to say. And like some lads got just, it's just perfect yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he, humble as well. Yeah, he, he has this presence when you meet him. He's not actually as big as you think. Yeah. Like, it's easy for us to say, obviously, but like you know the way he he's he's lost a lot of weight. He's a thin enough that. man. Yeah, yeah. Like he never kept it on. Actually, no, no, no. He he he. I would say he'd be a skinny enough fella now, mm. considering to where he was. Obviously, he was his man mountain, yeah. but still looks as fresh and fit as ever. But just just a nice a nice fella, like you know what I mean. Yeah. And but to be honest, like any of them I've been lucky enough to meet in the last few years, they're all. I think I think for Irish people in general are just normal down to earth, like you yeah. know, because it's your upbringing, like you know we. Irish people are obviously the same. You're, you're kind of, you're, you know, you just, just yeah, who you are, and you never get ahead of yourself, and, and that's just the way it is. So a lot of them I've experienced are, are sound like. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I wanted to go back to you. I actually had it written here. You said about being blind to one eye. So a, qu a quick um, go over your GA career. So you would have played, just being an absolute monster. You would have played obviously Mead Minor. All that sort of stuff. When did the the whole eye thing become a, a situation? Yeah, it kind of. Um, you're still like only in your twenties. Yeah, right? in my early twenties, uh, I went for an eye test. Uh, I don't know what it was for. Anyway, something. Anyway, I went and they're like, you know, obviously cover your 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 left side and and read. And so, so they said you're right. So we done it and read pretty, pretty good down to the last couple of small uh, letters, and then so they cover your left, and it was just blur. Yeah, and I was like in your early twenties. Yeah, and I was oh, like, boy. what the fuck's going on here? And I went like that again, blur. And I was like, oh my god, it rubbed me eye. Anyway, so I went, I went, I failed obviously, and then I went to this specialist. Have you have this thing called corn cornicitis? I think it's called. It's like right. a rare disease in your eye. It's basically. He said to me, he said, say, this is how he described, I love the way these doctors but the he goes, say if a woman has saggy boobs, right, <laughs> and she has a brown, yeah. and he said, when she takes off the brown, what happens? You go down, well, that's like, your eye is constantly like that, and I needed this kind of hard contact lens to push them up like a bra. And, like, the sight is still there, but there's like this kind of flop over my, my yeah, like this is technical stuff, like, mm, yeah. like obviously uh, in my pupils. So, 
So I just continued on then for, for a few years, but like, like you're playing football with, heart, with one eye, like, especially midfield, like you're fucking running for kickouts and they're over your head, and like, because when I do that, I can't see anything, like, and it's funny, any time I've gotten a good belt on a football field, it came from this side, because I can't see. Right, yeah. A lad, uh, we played the Dublin Miners in a friendly a few years ago at the club, and a fella came from nowhere, and he peeled me. And he did elbow up and fairs the fucker, got me nice, but anyway, he slashed about eight, eight stitches across my eye, but I didn't see him coming at all. So, like, if you're like that, but I had no vision yeah, until no, it was too late. Peripheral vision at all over there. Hence, when boxing, I'd probably get slapped around yeah. in the rear because I... I was you on that one yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I got an operation done. It was like, give up, give up football. Um, give up football or, 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 or get an operation done and give up football or continue. And I said, no, I, I, have, I have to get it done. So, I made the decision in 2014 to get the operation done. And I was out of football for the year. Yeah. Uh, couldn't do because I had stitches in my eye and that was the year as you remember Dunhamar got to the Mead County final Yeah, and I was still trained yeah but that's <laughs> when that's when Rose stories kind of really got going because I had the time to make the videos so I would yeah, have been yeah. I would have been making videos after before training on Tuesday and Thursday putting them up online so Right, silver, right. silver line and all yeah. that. Like even though I, like you know, I fucking Dunamark, like die, and especially them years, I just wanted to win its senior championship. So Dunamark tattooed. Yeah, Dunamark tattooed me back. But <laughs> as de as depressed as it was that my football days were kind of over at 24, 25, which is very young. Like I now had this purpose, like you know, which was making the sketches. Like so, yeah. it kind of channeled a bit of the energy over towards that and. And then I went back when I got the stitch job, played a bit of second team football. Then to me, enjoyed that because I can only train once a week and then go down and then finish them with the Jimmy Walsh's junior bees there a couple yeah. of years ago. So uh, <laughs> yeah. local legend in case anyone. Yeah, I remember there was a was, was, I don't know, was there a picture or something? It was you and a load of lads who probably were about three or four years retired, all playing yeah. and junior B. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all got inspired by the Save the Last Dance um, Netflix show with, with Michael Jordan. So oh, that Inspiration. Sharky set up this WhatsApp and he called it Save the Last Dance or said uh, yeah the last Just dance. The last dance yeah, yeah, yeah the last dance. <laughs> so we got all these lads back that would have won into me that would have played senior football for years and like on paper we had a great team but we all forgot we were in the mid thirties. So anyway, we had this vision <laughs> of let's play junior B football, you know, we'll have our kids at the final, you know, we'll have kids in the cup, it'll be a lovely way to finish our career. But should we ended up in a relegation battle? <laughs> <laughs> because didn't want the kids near that first night down training we're like uh, boys uh, this isn't Junior B like I remember Junior B yeah. young lads because you know, like we're a Division 1 uh, minor club for the last 15 years so the way I look at it is the, the weaker if you want to call them or power players on that minor team are still trickling into the Junior B so they still yeah. can run, run yeah, and yeah. two play football so like we were like, oh, this is not what we... Because we thought junior B, old lads, like knee bandages can't run and all yeah, that. But yeah. it was full of young lads. And you can't really hit anyone anymore on a football field, you know, black card and that. So we yeah, were useless, only, basically. The only you'd have been doing now would be very black card work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lads. I was just pulling out a young lad <laughs> saying, now you don't want to go for that ball. That's that's yeah. doing, doing to them what I hated anyone doing to you when you were 18. Yeah, like, just yeah, reef out. Why is this old lad fucking doing this? And then it just because I don't want you to run. That's yeah. why, like, you know, you'd be, you'd be telling them, you run for that ball now, I'm going to come behind you yeah. with a knee and all this kind of stuff. Just trying to tell them. No way you're getting near him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so that was the football. See, that's how it kind of, the eye and the football kind of... Uh, Departed. So yeah, like if I didn't get the the, the eye uh, operation done, who knows? Like it mightn't happen yeah. to all the stars. Not sure. Like right. So we're we're nearly there. I want to. I said you you asked me about the whole fucking people giving me a bit of shit last week. I said we'll wait and we'll talk about it on here. I'm fucking sweating with this thing 
It's lovely, yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, so it's funny. Every time... I actually remember we did a video a few, uh, maybe six months ago, took a picture here and put it up on Twitter and now it's not much, but like you have, you have the one or two lads and they, yeah, I think I think it's something to do because we're from Ashburn or me, it's always like, oh fucking the two fucking ages for me, they added again or whatever. It's always gonna be one or two. And then last week, <clears throat> long story short, um, I was, yeah, I was gonna do this thing called the Guinness Guru Masterclass Details weren't even finalized. The website was still being edited. And, but when the website was being edited, for some reason it was live. So people could go in and look at all the stuff that we had written out, but it wasn't, so people weren't supposed to be able to see it because yeah. they didn't even know what the fuck I wanted to exactly do. And then this was put up on some, some random page, puts it up on Instagram and it, not even in a bad way. They just said new things to do in Dublin. And the way they worded it, it was like, because um, all you could see online was Guinness Guru Masterclass. It was like, come and pour your own pint. And there was going to be loads of other stuff. And I was going to like take people around different pubs and all that. But all you could see was pour your own pint. Yeah. And I said, 45 quid. So someone puts up on their thing, come, you can go and pour a, a pint with the Guinness Guru. It's, uh, and it's 45 euro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously that looks horrendous. And then someone takes a and it was a part of a load of other stuff. And then someone just takes a couple of lines, puts it on Twitter, and you know yourself with Twitter. And then of course your man puts it up on Twitter, and again uh, an account with no profile picture. And he says, if you're willing to pay forty five euro to PowerPoint with that cunt, then that's your own problem or something like that. And then boom, retweet, 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 retweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, and that was pretty much what happened. And then I I commented on it saying. To be fair, if I saw that, I'd think, what a fucking idiot as well. And then actually, I was there a bit like, oh, Jesus, fucking hell. But by the next morning, I think your man might have felt guilty because the whole tweet was deleted, so then all the retweets were deleted. But the funny thing is, it was that, there's only one other time I ever had that sort of feeling of a bit of a pylon, and you were involved that time because it was, it, I was, it was probably like maybe September, October 29th, 2019, when I had just started, I maybe posted my third or fourth video, put up a video, uh, it was just doing, and I, I, to be honest, I didn't clear what I was talking about, still don't, but I put up the video and then a lad put it up on his Facebook and then it was like, look at this fucking EJ, and then a lot of like his mates, which I only realised after that, it's just like his mates commenting, oh, yeah, yeah. he was stated that cunt and commenting on your appearance and how you're talking and all that. I was so freaked because I hadn't got any of that yeah, before. Yeah. I, was, I was so new to it and I was like, fuck this, fuck this shit. Like, the automatic thing is just like, your initial thought is like, fuck this. Then I sent you a message uh, and I was like, Rory, any words of wisdom here? Because I'm absolutely freaked. Oh, yeah, it's I not wanna, nice. Yeah, and yeah. you just, all you said was just like, fuck them. Like, that's, that's, it's simple as that. Just yeah. them. And here we are talking about, I, I luckily haven't gotten much. Um, and I th would you say, like, has it calmed down for you? Or would you say there's just constant... Like, no, it is, it, it's... it's it no, it, yeah, it comes in waves. Like, it's... Once you get your head around, and that's what I tried to say to you a few years ago, once you're doing something that's not norm, especially normal, you're going to get criticism. Mm. And Paddy Hoolan, actually, who obviously is Ashburn, but Mrs. Brown's boys, and she'll yeah. look at the, the stick that gets. But that's the, the advice that Rory is... This was way back when I was only getting. I says, Rory, always understand that you're going to get stick. No matter what you do, you're going to get stick. So that that's something that 
I'd become really kind of good at managing. Now, again, like, you know, I remember when I'd be making these videos and have people come, how does anyone find this lad funny? And you're like, you know, will you try and make a video? Or, or you, you, you know, I'm only, you know, you're kind of, you're getting pissed off by reading some dope's comment. But as, mm. as the years go on, you just, you, you, you have to understand that. So if, did you used to ever reply to them? No. Uh, listen, I'll be honest with you, I'd say... I can't say no 100% because someone will find something and screenshot and fucking... But not, in, mm. not, not really, but definitely not in the last five years now I've never responded to anything. Like, yeah, now, yeah. I'm a human being. I, I'd, I'd have the tweet written there and I'd yeah. be like... I'd be like the, cock, the, the countdown conundrum in... But once you hit it, it's gone. And my wife is very good. But like, what are you at, you dope? Why are you, like, what good are you going to get out of responding to them? Like, you know, you're right. But I haven't had that now in a while. I've kind of, see, Dan, what you need to accept, and even people listening to this need to understand, this is what I've learned, is it's, it's, it's their issue. Like, like no one can ever yeah. say, he's, he's shit, he's not funny, he's not a good footballer, he's not a good guy, because it's only their opinion. That's mm. what, like, it's a human being's opinion. Like, that's all it is. It's not factual. Like. And once you digest that and understand that and realise... If you're scrolling through social media and you feel the urge to pull underneath that fucking Dara or Guinness girl's novel arsehole or I hate Rory stars, you 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 post that and then you take a moment. You have to. Well, why did I need to do that? What what was the urge? So if you go right into your in, in deep into it, there's an issue in there you have not addressed yourself that yeah. you're not happy with. Yeah. And how do you get your kick in life? <clears throat> you put hate on others. So oh, I'm gonna make them feel like I do. Why? Because I just fucking am. Mm. Once you get your head around that. That is hate in a nutshell. I know. You know, and like I think there's there's an argument for it, like where, like I saw a couple of the, like I, I remember it was at like fifty retweets, and I was like, right, phone off. But I read a couple of them, and like, to be fair, a couple of them were genuinely funny. Like they weren't even uh, no, they weren't on, like the hate, yeah. and they were just kind of having was, the crack. Like. It, it was having the crack, and they were still kind of hopping on. But I was I was kind of like, listen, I like, can that was actually pretty funny. But it's the people who, like, because you say hate, like, some of them you read, it's like, that doesn't feel like they hate. No, no. They just, they see it and they're just comment. They might be like a social comment or whatever, grand. But some, it's when the people genuinely feel like they despise you. Yeah. It's always the people who don't really watch your stuff as well. Um, so, yeah. It yeah, it's, it's not, like, it's not nice, but, I, like, like in the last touch wood, it's now I don't really tweet anymore. To be honest, I I I I rarely tweet. I just I think it's such a horrible platform. Like I still only have it for my own updates, yeah. and I might retweet something work late. But other than that, I just don't give me opinion on it. It's just too it's too because people can just take it out of context and bang, and so it's not worth yeah, it. 100%. But what I do know is like that when you're in the public eye or where you do whatever you do, that's away from normal there's always people in the long grass. Yeah. So if I was to make a bollocks or something or do something, you know, that, you know, wasn't ideal or whatever, you just know they're waiting and they just come, flies around yeah. shit again right and on, isn't it? told you about him and yeah, yeah. fucking arsehole. And so I'm aware of that, you know what I mean? And like, I'm only human. I try to be a good example and do what I do. Um, you know, I'm not out to offend anyone. I'm out to, the opposite, make people laugh, make people feel that they're not the only one that might suffer with, with mm. a, a mental health issue. Like, you know, that, yeah, I try to put out a lot of positivity out there, but I'm only human, so if something did go wrong, you do you do know and you think they're gone, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. They're just keeping an eye, I can't wait for that lad to make yeah. the balls or something, and just, I'm going to come and dance all over them. Yeah. And it, it's just a sad, uh, but it, it, that stops a lot of people doing what they want to do because of that. It doesn't stop me. Like, I'm yeah. thankfully past that. 
Um, I'm in a really good place at the minute with my work. I've, I've, uh, I'm in the middle of a tour. I have my fourth book out, which isn't bad for someone who's dyslexic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, don't worry. So, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's out, and I'm starting a TV show now, uh, which is something I'm extremely excited about. It's going to be real-life scenarios. I won't go into too much about it because, you know, it's early days, but I think it's going to be game-changer, like, from a public perspective. Like, yeah. uh, it's it's in relation to lads in Mount Joy Prison and how he ended up there. So I think yeah. it's it's something I'm all about because yeah, I know myself. Off-camera sounds great. Yeah, like, so... So yeah, I'm just, I'm just like I, I, I'd like to think I've never changed since that, and like I still, I still am the same fella. Like, and and at this stage, you either like me, or you don't, and and I can accept that. That was one thing you said to me before. You just said they, they, they choose pretty much right away if they mm. like it or they don't like it, and chances of convincing them otherwise are zero. And as long as it's, as long as the ones you like it, it's maybe over fifty percent then you're grand. But we'll finish, Rory, you've got your book, uh, Lockdown, Look Back. You gave me a copy before it's even out, so thank you very much. Could you finish on, would you have any, say, something maybe you might tell at the live show, or any, any particular story that stands out as one of your favourites? Yeah, there's, there's a few of them. There's a lot of kind of uh, the lockdown stuff like for me, that that made me laugh writing the book. Like you know, one for instance was the non-essential essential stuff. Like, yeah. Um, I went down to Tesco actually. Uh, me 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 toenails were like seriously like like just hills of eyes at this stage. And I'd known nail clippers, so I went down anyway. And there was a fucking black. There was a black tape over all all nail clippers, but there were scissors available. And I was like, um. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm just like how the middle aisles were yeah, going. And I was, I'm just looking to get a, a nail clipper. She's like, oh sorry, sir, they're not available. And I was like, there's loads there. <laughs> she was like, no, no, it's 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 deemed the non-essential. I was like, but I need to cut with my toenails. <laughs> she was like, oh, we're selling scissors. I was like, have you ever cut your feet with scissors? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, she we can't. Your hands wouldn't even fit in the scissors. Yeah, but they're like, <laughs> and I had big size fourteen feet, yeah, yeah. ingrown to bits. Like I needed a good nail clipper. Anyway, I said. Okay, well, sure. I suppose if you just walk off now, I'll get it and I go to self service. And yeah, yeah. No, and I walked out. Fucking and fucking, wouldn't even scan. I walked, I walked out and had to ring someone for a loan of fucking nail clippers. Like, and then another one was oh, a loan of a nail clipper. When you can own all the stuff over phone, walking into a Chinese, walking, in, I was going there uh, just looking at the chicken curry. Oh, sorry, we only take order over the phone. I was like, oh yeah, no, fine, but sure, I'm here now. She's like, no, no, sir, we can't take it. But I was like. I know, but I'm here. We're not just. It's like, no. I said, what do you want to do? You'll have to ring out the phone. Do you, do you actually want me to leave and ring? She's like, yeah. I fucking. I walked outside, <laughs> turned about ten yards between me, the glass window, and her, and I was like, staring at her. <laughs> fucking nuts. Like, did me, me? Hello, you're true to. I was. Yeah. I was going looking at you. Yes, what would you like, sir? I was like, this fucking. Have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. That is literally, it's your, it's your man, Larry David, the guy who wrote uh, Seinfeld, and it's, that is like literally something out of that. But that, just, that is The it. logic is just... And then I walked back window. in, and she was like, hey, how are you? I was like... <laughs> and I remember, and I know we often quote, mad, everyone's gone mad, but that was one of the mad. So mm. there's a lot of that stuff in it, like uh, another one I had to laugh as well, actually coming home from, from uh, a friend's house, coming through the main village of Ashburn, and this one, all the pubs now were closed. 
about two in the morning, maybe one, and there was a fella stumbling from left to right across the road like bananas, like, mm. and like, what well, I had to laugh out loud because he had a fucking mask on him, like, <laughs> I was thinking, Jesus, I tell you what, he might get hit by a car or a taxi man, but he won't get COVID, like, <laughs> like if anyone could have, would have ran over this chap, but he, yeah. I was thinking, he had a fucking mask on, and he was going from curb to curb, yeah. I was like, oh, this is like, so there's a lot of that kind of nostalgic stuff that, I try and put a spin on everything in a funny way, so there was a lot of material yeah, in that. the last book was, you had the two books that were kind of lighthearted enough, and then you had your life story. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of the quote-unquote heavy yeah. stuff. This seems like just pure laughs, stock and filler, fucking... Yeah, it's back, it's back, yeah, it's back to a kind of an easy book to read, pick it up, read a bit of it, put it down. Like, you wouldn't have to get engrossed into that. Like, a good reader would read that in a day or two days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, it's so just... I read a, it in about... Three months. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than it's, I anyway. It's out this Thursday. Uh, next the uh, twentieth of October. So uh, next week, yeah. So it'll be out on all major bookstores for the all run up to Christmas. But as I said, it's a handy stocking filler. Like yeah. you know, even if you're even if you're now a fan who's a hater, it's a good present just yeah. to piss him off. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So, uh, but no, yeah, no, it's good and. Uh, and as I said, just going back to what you said there, like it, it, it's great hearing you say that back about the whole. Like you're at the stage now, definitely where you are. I believe is that you have your fan base, and you might get fewer, of course, but you're you're not going to turn anyone at this stage. And once you remember that, it's okay because yeah. if you what happens is if I say I want to try and please other people to get them on board, what happens is you lose your core people then because they're like, oh, what are you doing? This is my I don't like yeah. you for this. Like you're yeah. not yourself here, so you're trying to adapt. And this is not just comedy or, 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 or Guinness Cure or anything in life. You're adapting for more people to mm. like you, basically. Yeah. What happens then is they're not true followers or fans or whatever, yeah. and these are losing <clears> faith because <throat> you're kind of bottling in a little bit to keep these happy. Yeah, like, yeah I saw some... So remain true to yourself, some, basically. Like. wanky quote there, and it was like, um, the people, the, whatever people love about you, that's also what people hate about you. Do you know what I mean? That's, that is a perfectly knowledge. That's yeah. exactly what I mean. So, yeah. like, by you changing it up to please the people who are having digs you, you're letting down the people who enjoy it yeah. for being yourself. Yeah. So, understand that you're never going to please anyone and concentrate. It's easy as a human mind to go, okay, then nine people said, I love your, 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 I love your videos and your gas man with your points. And one lad goes, I think you're an arsehole. Why do we dominate so much mind know, time yeah. on that one lad? Yeah. So, we have to... But that every human's the same. It's getting your head out, and that's really what I've only come to grips with now. It's like ten people could watch one of my videos, and seven of them could be like, oh, that's, one of them could be like, that's deadly. Seven yeah. of them could go, that's grand, and then two of them could go, absolute wanker. And if, to get your head around the fact that everyone can watch the exact same thing and have completely different opinions, that's what makes the world go around, Rory. Launch it to that. Cheers, thank you, big Shout man. Shout out to Ray yeah. and the Fox, the yeah. Fox in Balamadon, unbelievable spot. Come up, come up if you're in the area, but it is in the back arse nowhere, but if you're passing through Ashburn. Well, uh, if, you, if you're a dub and you want to uh, be a, a fanboy, Dean Rock just lives 200 yards up there, so if you want to come by, have a point. Thank you for that. Stock, stock <laughs> Dean or Barney Rock, he lives up there as well. Uh, that might get, you might get a nice little touristy around here, yeah, come yeah. here and see the boys or whatever. but little pub and fire yeah. also. No, this, and the, no, the best thing about this pub, I'm putting the spot, is what? What's the best thing about this pub? The best thing about this pub? There's an answer I'm looking for, but I'll put you on the spot. Um, is it like a history thing? No, it should come straight to your head. Not the fucking fact that the ceiling's about two foot high. No, I'll tell you. See that? 
Oh, no yeah. phone yeah. coverage in yeah. this pub. Epic. I can see Mrs. Gear in the background trying to stretch the arm over to the window yeah. to try to get the. They're, they're, they won't get if it. If you want the proper chat and yeah. none of this fucking Instagram or TikTok shit, come here because yeah. you actually have no coverage and you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Yeah. You sit there and engross the conversation. You're to the missus. 4,000 missed calls. Yeah. No coverage. No love. coverage in Ballymadon. What can you do? Why go. do you go there for that exact reason? The Guinness <laughs> is good as well, though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. Cheers, big dog. Good man. Right. Cheers. Thanks for watching, lads. Slash listening. Good luck. No, happy enough? Very, very yeah. happy, yeah. Brilliant. I'll go there. Some fucking... Jeez, oh if I could get... The battery is ready to yeah. go out.